ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. A Malaysian court has sentenced UK investigative journalist Claire Rucastle Brown to two years in prison for criminally defaming the former Queen of Malaysia. The journalist was sentenced in absentia after a swift one-day hearing. She says it's revenge for her groundbreaking reporting on the 1MDB scandal, which exposed the theft of at least $4.5 billion in state development funds by former Prime Minister Najib Razak and others. Claire Newcastle-Brown joins me now. Welcome. Thank you, Patricia. Thank you for having me. Just remind us briefly what the scandal was all about. Well, um, it was... uh classed by the Department of Justice in the United States as the the biggest kleptocracy case, the biggest criminal uh, investigation they had undertaken internationally. Um, And it went back to uh, the Prime Minister of Malaysia, who had set up a sovereign wealth fund, as he liked to call it, um, which he used to borrow billions of dollars, which then disappeared and a lot of it reappeared in his own bank accounts um, and in the bank accounts of his uh, um, his collaborators. You said your conviction is politically motivated. What do you mean by that? Well, I happen to be the journalist that picked up on the story originally, and we're going back to 2015. Um, I managed to, I, 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 I followed this because it was uh, such a suspicious situation with uh, money being borrowed and then not accounted for, and that was being commented on in Malaysia. Um, and having dug away, I had identified uh, where some of this money seemed to be reappearing, including um, in the hit movie uh, Wolf of Wall Street, which was produced and funded by uh, Najib Razak's own son. Um, I, I kept digging away until I got some uh, devastating series of data, um, which I passed eventually to the authorities in America who who helped unravel the rest. Um, the outcome being that uh, uh, gradually people in Malaysia started to realise what had happened and Najib's and his government were voted out of power in 2018 um, and prosecution swiftly followed, uh, which eventually ended up with him being jailed um, in late 2022. Um, throughout all that period, I have had enormous pushback of various kinds. Um, and I think that this latest development is is just more of that, really. The conviction was quite swift with the sentence handed down after a single day hearing. I mean, it wasn't really um, lengthy. How do you interpret the speed and the manner of the legal process? Well, it violated even Malaysia's legal processes. I mean, this was an irregular, it was an illegal hearing. Um, I I had lawyers on this case. I I discovered that they were pushing these charges um, a couple of years back when um, a warrant for my arrest was originally um, issued without my having been notified that there were charges. And that original warrant was based on on the fact that um, I hadn't been notified that there was going to be a hearing charging me in this local state magistrate court in uh, uh, in uh, in uh, Malaysia. I mean, bearing in mind it was in the middle of COVID at that time. 
Um, and uh, they issued a warrant because I hadn't turned up to this hearing I didn't know about. Um, and they alleged that I'd fled Malaysia, whereas, in fact, I hadn't been in Malaysia for several years. Um, now, that was uh, I, I, when I knew about this. Um, I, I took certain steps. I, I hired lawyers in, in, in Malaysia to represent me. And I actually had to go to Interpol because um, not only had they issued this um, bizarre warrant for my uh, arrest, but they had issued a red notice, uh, to international red notice to Interpol so that I could be um, arrested wherever I was in the world and extradited to face these charges. Um, Interpol rejected those, um, and I have then subsequently tried to go through the proper procedures in Malaysia for answering these charges, which um, are, are ridiculous. And in fact, the, the, the charge is criminal defamation, which is not a crime that exists in uh, in Britain, where I wrote the book. Um, but nonetheless, despite the fact that I was um, communicating, I had lawyers on the case, my lawyers and myself, we were never told about this um, this trial against me. Um, so I had no opportunity to put in a defence to, for you know, the prosecution just held sway. They alleged that I'd written the book in Tranganu, the state in Malaysia where this is all taking place. It's a place I've never been. Um, but of course, I had no um, I had no opportunity to answer any of these allegations. I was just found guilty and given the maximum fine for this particular crime allowed in Malaysia. Do you fear you will be extradited to Malaysia? Do you fear the future? Well, I, I you know, if past efforts are anything to go by, um, there will be attempts to, to to alert Interpol again. And of course, it, there are bilateral routes as well. So, um, you know, if, if the authorities in Malaysia are going to uh, reach out to friendly countries in the region, for example, it puts me in peril trying to travel effectively. And, and I have to say my heart did beat a little as I went through border control in a European country today to get back to Britain, um, you know, because uh, you never know uh, what message may have arrived in whose uh, database um, that might cause me to be um, stopped. How has this situation impacted your personal life and your work as a journalist? Well, it's deliberately intended to do so. I mean, this is designed to intimidate me. It's it's directly designed to prevent me uh, returning to Malaysia, where I have been writing for many years. I have a lot of contacts. I have been covering a lot of corruption cases. And I, I think that, I, I mean, this is a highly disputed defamation. I do not agree that I, I, I committed defamation at all. Um, and I have been fighting this through the civil courts as well. They've, they've taken me, they've used all their power and money to, um, to also construct a parallel, very expensive criminal uh, civil case that I've had to fight. Um, and, um, you know, this, it is all designed to, to keep me away, intimidate me and to intimidate Malaysian journalists uh, and prevent them covering the stories that I have been looking at. Claire, uh, I'm glad you haven't yet been intimidated uh, despite attempts <laughs> for that to happen. I appreciate your time this morning. Thank you. Claire Rewcastle-Brown is a UK investigative journalist. You're listening to ABCRN Breakfast. Find more great ABCRN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.